Holy Gospel according to Mark. Glory to you, O Lord. The beginning of the good news of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. As it is written in the prophet Isaiah, See, I am sending my messenger ahead of you, who will prepare your way. The voice of one crying out in the wilderness, Prepare the way of the Lord. Make his paths straight. John the baptizer appeared in the wilderness, proclaiming a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. And people from the whole Judean countryside and all the people of Jerusalem were going out to him and were baptized by him in the river Jordan, confessing their sins. Now John was clothed with camel's hair, with a leather belt around his waist, and he ate locusts and wild honey. He proclaimed, The one who is more powerful than I is coming after me. I am not worthy to stoop down and untie the thong of his sandals. I have baptized you with water, but he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. The Gospel of the Lord. Punctuation matters, and I don't just say that because I have a bachelor's degree in English, but maybe you've seen an image with these or similar words online. Let's eat, comma, grandma. Let's eat grandma. The difference a comma makes. Meanwhile, in Isaiah 40, Open one translation of the Bible and read, A voice cries out, colon, In the wilderness prepare the way of the Lord. Open a different translation, or look at Mark's paraphrase, and read, A voice cries out in the wilderness, colon, Prepare the way of the Lord. The difference a colon makes changes the meaning, doesn't it? Where's the voice coming from? From the wilderness or from some far-removed place? So which is it? This chapter of Isaiah marks a shift from one major section of the book to another from what biblical scholars call 1st Isaiah to 2nd Isaiah where 1st Isaiah proclaims a message of destruction and hopelessness. 2nd Isaiah steps in with a word of hope and comfort. This first section, or this section of Isaiah, itself filled with hopeful language of comfort and restoration, presupposes all of the invasion and destruction of Jerusalem and the long exile of God's people in Babylon up to this point. Before the words of comfort, life had been turned upside down for the people of Judah. Their usual routines and practices and way of life were no more. 
And then suddenly a voice crying out, announcing comfort, hope, something to look forward to, restoration, return, home, familiarity, promise. Jump ahead to the time of Mark, the earliest gospel to be written down. By the time of Mark's writing, the rebuilt temple in Jerusalem had again been destroyed. Several years before, during the time of the events that Mark writes about, the situation is hardly much better. Rome's cruel reign and foreign occupation rule the day for the people of Palestine. And then, stunningly, a pronouncement of good news. Jesus, the Messiah, the Christ, the anointed, the Son of God. A challenge to the very seat of authority on which the Roman emperor sat. A challenge to oppression and all that brought destruction and death. It's no accident that Mark calls on Isaiah. The time into which Jesus comes is as much a time of wilderness as the time into which the voice cries out to the exiles in Babylon. Wilderness is scary. Wilderness means getting lost, a lack of resources and security, uncertainty, and an untamed wildness. Wilderness is exile and the destruction of a beloved city and place of worship. Wilderness is separation from home, separation from familiarity and from loved ones. Wilderness is pandemic. Life turned upside down and inside out, coming to terms with a new normal that none of us ever wanted or asked for. Wilderness is spending Thanksgiving alone or Christmas Eve over Zoom when all we yearn for is to be together. Punctuation matters. A voice cries out in the wilderness. When you're in the wilderness yourself, it makes a difference to know that you're not alone. It makes a difference where the voice of comfort and hope comes from. In the wilderness, not far removed from it. Those who struggle with addiction often first turn to the support of their fellow addicts in recovery in the safety of an AA or NA meeting. Or the woman who's miscarried hears words of comfort from her support group of others who've miscarried and struggle to conceive. Or the newly diagnosed cancer patient who finds a source of care in their support group of fellow cancer patients and survivors. The shared experience of being in the wilderness makes for better caregivers. There's an element of trust there when you know that someone is or has been where you are. A sense of solidarity and companionship. 
There's no punctuation in the original Hebrew of Isaiah. The scribes who translated it into Greek, who Mark quotes from, made a decision, and our English translators as well. I don't think it's a coincidence either, but a deliberate choice to place the voice where we need to hear it. A voice cries out in the wilderness. John the Baptist proclaims and baptizes in the wilderness. Jesus is later tempted by the devil in the wilderness. This would-be Messiah and Savior that Mark announces knows wilderness and despair and challenges. What good news that is. This promised Messiah is not a far-removed Savior, but one like us in our humanity, and one with us in all the struggles of being human, one who carries us through to the other side, one who offers comfort here and now. Punctuation matters. A voice cries out, colon, Hey, you're in the wilderness, as if we need the reminder. Or, a voice cries out in the midst of your wilderness, a voice nearer to you than you realize, with you and beside you. As we wait and watch and yearn for the coming of Messiah in these Advent days, We know that Messiah is with us and has never left us, not even for a second. In the bread and cup, in the gathering together virtually, in the loneliness of our isolation, in the reaching out to neighbors and in our very bodies made in the image of God, a voice cries out in the wilderness, Comfort, hope, promise. A voice cries out in the wilderness, in the journey, in the hoping, in the longing, in the waiting, and in the certain promise and the inevitable restoration.